Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Lenny saying thank you for joining. Welcome. And, uh, you know, as you can see, um, the background today is, uh, well, I'm, I'm at home. <laughs> and the reason why I'm at home is because I was ready to walk out the door and go to church and, uh, and, and set up and uh, broadcast live from there. But when I seen that it was only 12 degrees outside, I decided to chicken out. This is the very reason why my mom moved to Florida. <laughs> so I don't know. It, you might be finding me broadcasting in the mornings from here a lot more now because we're we're entering into a cold spell. But uh, I like it here, it's warm and cozy. There's just a few things, a few limitations I have here, but that's okay. I wanna thank you all for joining and I wanna tell you how much I love you. I love and appreciate you so very much. Thank you for your kind words, your letters, your prayers, your financial support, your financial gifts. You guys are amazing. You guys are amazing and wonderful. And um, I don't think my mom's on yet. I don't know why, but she'll be looking later. And my mother-in-law will be looking later. And they're going to see this beard. I might keep it for another couple of weeks because, you know, um, New Year's Eve, uh, not New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, we have a tradition of getting together with the family. And, um, you know, the girls know all about Jesus, my, my, my uh, grandbabies. They, all, they know all about Jesus, and they celebrate Jesus. You know, and, and Santa's just um, a helper, you know, who, who gives gifts and, and shows that, that God's heart is forgiving. And so Santa Claus visits uh, the kids at, uh, at, at nighttime at Christmas Eve, and, and Grandpa Lenny is going to put the suit on and... Uh, you know, put the glasses on and, and the hat, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm going to look a little bit authentic. And then as soon as that's over, we're getting rid of this because I like the young look. So anyway, you can feel good, mom. You can feel good, mother-in-law, you know. Lori's telling me right now she really doesn't mind it, but we're going to get rid of it. Anyway, I love this time of the year. And, you know, it seems that it's this time of the year and only this time of the year where we visit the Christmas account, the birth of Christ, and, and all that happens surrounding that, what happens before that, you know, what happens immediately after that. We like talking about Joseph, and, and there's amazing messages about how Joseph was spoken to by God in a dream. You know, there's amazing messages about Mary, how the angels came to Mary. And there's amazing messages about Zechariah and Elizabeth. And it's just, it's just wonderful. And to be honest with you, I don't know why I wait. There's enough in there that should be taught throughout the whole entire year. Throughout the whole entire year. And, you know, we have been unveiling some, some thoughts some messages from it. Last week was all messages. Um, all last week was all all messages. Um, 
from from the Gospel of Luke, and today uh, and this week we're going to continue with it. And I, I want I want to say something. Hey, Lore. Lori, yeah. can you text my mom and let her know I'm on Facebook? <laughs> so uh, I want to make a statement, and I don't know how long I've been making this statement, or if I've made this statement. Perhaps I have. But I used to believe that the Bible, okay, you know when you buy a new automobile, you know when you buy a new car, or whatever, you, you buy a new refrigerator, you buy a new appliance, um... You get something new. It comes with a manual. And the manual is an instruction booklet to help you navigate and use that appliance or, or um, that car or that new purchase. So for the longest, you know, I was always told or taught, and of course I would echo these words, that the Bible is an instruction manual uh, you know, for us on how to navigate this earth walk. And, um, it's, and, 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 and it's filled with, with moral codes and moral standards to help us in our living and help us in our walk. And I have been finding out that that is not what the Bible is at all. It is not that at all. And uh, I'm going to tell you what it is. The Bible is simply an unveiling of Jesus Christ. That's what it is. It's an unveiling of Jesus Christ. And we know that to be true because of what the Apostle Paul said in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. When he was addressing Timothy, he told Timothy, Timothy, you know the Holy Scriptures, how they make you wise unto salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Okay? For all Scriptures are inspired. So Paul is telling us the very reasoning behind the inspirations of the Scriptures. And it is to unveil and it is to reveal salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Now Jesus echoed this same thing when he was addressing the Pharisees, the religious leaders, who always were quoting Moses, who always were quoting the prophets, who always were quoting the scriptures, you know, in their, in their rejection of, of him or who he was. And what did he say? He said, you search the scriptures, right? You search the scriptures. Well, you go ahead and search the scriptures because you know what? The, searcher, the, the scriptures reveal me. The scriptures testify of me. So there it is. You have the very wording of God. You have the words of Paul. You have the words of Jesus. Okay? And so now, what's equally important for you to understand, the reason we have our Bibles. And Holy Spirit is number one. Holy Spirit is going to take us through our Bibles. But the reason we have our Bibles, is the unveiling of Jesus Christ, number one, most importantly. And number two, what is as equally as important to you and I, and this goes hand in hand with my ministry, with the ministry the Lord has given me, New Life Ministry, is 
not only the unveiling of Jesus Christ, but the unveiling of who we are. And Paul teaches this so wonderfully and beautifully. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord, right? If you've been united with him in his death, in his burial, in his resurrection, you're united with him in newness of life, right? Behold in a mirror the image, the glory of the Lord. Behold the unveiling of Jesus Christ and know the Holy Spirit is changing you, transforming you into that very image. So the Word of God, this is what the Word of God is. It's the unveiling of Jesus Christ. And the unveiling of Jesus Christ is the unveiling of you and I. The unveiling of our perfection, the unveiling of our holiness, the unveiling of our blamelessness, the unveiling of our righteousness, the unveiling, you know, of, 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 of our completeness, the unveiling of our perfection. I might have said that, okay? The unveiling of Jesus Christ, and it's the unveiling of us. See, when you grab hold of the gospel of grace and the message of grace, the true gospel of grace, the true message of grace, I'm telling you, you're going to look at your Bibles in a completely and a wholly different way. And it's going to excite you, and, and you're going to be walking and living in so much victory. You know, this is why Paul says in Romans chapter 6, verse 14, sin no longer has domination over you. For you're not under the law. You're under the unveiling of Christ. You're under the unveiling of grace. And so knowing that, I've been looking at Luke chapter 2, and I've been, I've kind of been, um, Sunday's message, I haven't talked about it yet, outside of Sunday, but you need to go back in Sunday, uh, on Sunday's message on Facebook and on other website. And, and um, it's, it's talking about the shepherds and the, and the sheep and the message that's there. It's, it's beautiful. And it's something that I, okay, I, you know, came to know the Lord in 1977, way back then. And I've never, ever heard this message before. And it is beautiful and it's wonderful. And, you know, I'm going to be sharing something today about the angels and the angels accounting. And again, tomorrow, today I'm going to start it. And it's something beautiful and it's exciting. And I've never, I'm sorry, I've never heard this. But the reason why I believe I see it or Holy Spirit is able to unveil it to me is because of my grace filters, because of my new life in Christ filters, because of the Bible being an unveiling of Jesus Christ and an unveiling of us. Is he being ministered to so far out, Lori? Absolutely. All right. So, so now listen, we're going to read from, uh, again, Luke chapter 8, verses 15. So listen to what this says again. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them 
I never picked up on that phrase, so I never looked into it. The glory of the Lord shone round about them. Very significant. Now later on, in verse 14, uh, not verse 14, at the end, where they're, where, where, where they're rejoicing, it says how they bring back glory to God. They return back after seeing the baby Jesus, the Savior of the world. They return back glorifying God. They return back giving glory to God. But this scripture right here, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. That is significant, and that is powerful. Powerful, and I'm going to tell you why. Remember, up until this point, there was 400 years of silence. 400 years of silence. And now there was a new awakening, a new, a new unveiling, you know? And uh, here, the angels, here, the birth of Jesus. And here it is, the start and the transition from the law of Moses to the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. From the belief that man was evil and wicked, that God was angry and God was vengeful and God was wrathful. No. Here it is, the preaching of the gospel. We talked about this on Sunday. Go back and listen to it. But here it is in, in, in all its beautiful beauty. Here is God, right? And it's saying, it's saying right here, I'm going to say it again. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. Now, let's look at that verse or, or that, that portion of scripture. The glory shone all about them. That word there is perilampo, right? And it means invested with a halo. Are you hearing this, Lori? The glory of the Lord, right, wasn't revealed so that they can see it. No, the glory of the Lord showed about them. They were all invested with a halo of the glory of God. The glory of God was coming to man. And what do we know about the word glory? It is doxa. It is view and opinion. What is signified there, what is being signified there is God is now letting it be known that through Jesus Christ, through Jesus' birth, this is the new announcement that he is making his glory known and his glory is being shown and his glory is being poured out toward all men. Wow. Shown all around about them to illuminate all around, to invest with the halo. How do I know this is right? How do I know this is not about us 
seeing the glory of God, but it's about God revealing the glory to us. This is God's true view and opinion. This is what God has always thought toward us. This is what God has always, always had in his heart toward us. This is why the Bible is the unveiling of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is the unveiling of us. How do I know that's right? I know it's right because of Jesus' own words. In John chapter 17, verse 23, where he tells us, Father, the glory you've given to me, I've given to them. Do you understand that now? Wow. This is what was being announced. This is why they were so excited. This is why they were so filled with joy. They were having the gospel preached. They were hearing the message of grace preached. They were hearing about the Savior, about the Redeemer, about the Deliverer, about God's true opinion of them, about how no longer they would have to be trapped in a do-it-yourself system where they could never please or they could never appease where there would have to be offerings over and over and over and over and over again. No. God was bringing his glory to them. To them. The glory of the Lord shone all around and about them. About them. To illuminate them. To illuminate them. To invest in them as a halo surrounding them. Jesus said it. Jesus confirmed it. Father, the glory you've given me, I've given to them. And now, glory, it's given another new, a new meaning, a new understanding of Paul's prayer to the Ephesians. You remember where he says that the spirit of wisdom and revelation would be ignited from within you, right? Ephesians 1. That the eyes of your understanding would be illuminated. Illuminated. Glory shown all about them. Perli Lampo. To illuminate all around. To invest with the halo. Paul's prayer. That the eyes of your understanding would be illuminated to the fact that you have now been glorified with the glory of God. That's today's message. Tomorrow we're going to be uncovering two more words that are powerful and wonderful. But I encourage you to go into this, this portion of scripture, especially around this Christmas time. And I hope and I pray that it gives you a new love and a new joy and, and, a, and a new enthusiasm about what really has been written there and what really has been shared. This is Pastor Lenny. I love you. Holy Spirit loves you. God, Jesus loves you. And I pray that you would walk in the illumination of the fact that you have been glorified. See you tomorrow.